Welcome to another episode of Just Being Amos Podcast. In this podcast, Trevor and I talk about our favorite horror film, movie, TV, or video games. Also, we're going to talk about Zombieland 2 with Brian Silverbacks. Hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Hey everyone, this is Amos for Just Being Amos Podcast. My special guest is Brian Silverback. Silverback's with an X, oh, so my. it sounds plural. X, plural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's not, some people say Brian Silverback, as if it's B-A-C-K, but it's B-A-X to be Silverbacks. <laughs> There you go, everybody. He 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 corrected me and everybody who listens to my um, podcast. Well, yeah, there's well, there's a lot of people that say Brian Silverback, which yeah. it, it probably should have been, but you know, whatever. Yeah, can't I go back and undo it. No, because someone else was sharing that name, right? Once upon a time. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. I know you had some issues on it. I think for a web your web page or something. Oh no no! There was a. Uh, what was the whole thing about that? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you had there was issues. a company. There was a company called Silverbacks, right? And they like made metal or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I remember you were telling me that. I was like, oh, okay. So, well, the reason I got you on here, Brian, because um, we're gonna talk about my, my pick of the week, and we also gonna talk about Zombie Land Double Tap. So if you listen to this podcast, is it going to be spoilers? Spoilers for Zombieland Two Double Tap. Yes, sir. Yeah, so. I had a lot of fun. I was I'm a huge fan of the first Zombieland movie. I had I had so much fun with Zombieland. Like I'm not a real big zombie movie guy. Right. I'm not even a super big horror movie guy. But something about the the I just put it on. And then boom, Woody Harrelson got me. Uh, Lex Luthor got me. Um, Jesse and Eisen the two Jesse, girls, like Jesse Eisenberg or something. Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yeah. Yeah. And then that it was just so awesome. And then the Bill Murray thing. So to me, I can watch the first Zombie Land on a loop. Like it is one of those. It's one of those movies that I can watch whenever. Uh, same for me too. You know, I fell in love with the first one because, like, yeah, I'm not big into horror films, but this is it was horror, but it was had comedy in it too. It was funny, so the reason why I like yeah, it, yeah, and they filmed it around here. Yeah, they did. They filmed it like uh, uh, down in the down off of East West, or not a uh, off of Thornton Road. There used to be an old Win Dixie, and then that's where they shot the the uh, the grocery store scene where he was looking for the Twinkies. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it was an aban- it was an abandoned Winn Dixie. And know. when I was a cop when I was a cop I used to sit in that parking lot and do my paperwork and tell people I was just chilling in Zombieland. I didn't know it was a Winn Dixie over there. Yeah, but now it's a big old church. Oh yeah, it's a church now, huh? From groceries to paying tithes in the church, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, I really got, was hooked on the first movie. And I like the way it was done. That the guy who was narrating the story—I mean, the movie—he 
he was talking about the rules, the do's and don'ts of Zombie Land. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Was the really interactive, funny. like even from the title sequence of the first movie when they started playing the Metallica, and yeah. everybody's in slow motion and the letters are all crumbling apart. Yeah, that's like I mean. that's how I knew that this was going to be the jam. Yeah, but it took them what, like twenty, almost twenty years though, for to make the second one. Uh, it's been a while, but they, you know, they, 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 the movie was great, and then I think it was like six years later they did a TV show. Bombed. It sucked. Oh, it was not good. It sucked, man. They even they didn't have the same cast. It was different people. And then it was just no, yeah, playing the same characters. It was not good. No, I didn't care much for that one episode, and they cut it. They said cancel it. Not, they didn't do the ratings. They didn't like it. So I think it was on Amazon Prime. You know, Amazon Prime started doing the uh, videos. I mean, streaming service. It was practically brand new. Yeah, so that was long before Netflix and stuff. You know, like everything was still kind of inf- in its infancy. Right. That's true. And now look at what we got now. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, but it was worth the wait because I really enjoyed the second one also. Yeah, I really did too. I think I was talking to you about the second one uh, that, and this one right here with Jesse Eisenberg um, character Columbus. Yeah, Columbus. He had more rules this time around. It was, he would tell him more rules than this right here in Do's and Don'ts in Zombie Land. And I would tell I, you. I didn't, I didn't notice as many rules. I noticed that they popped on the screen more often as he said them. Yeah, that's but I didn't. One thing. I didn't really pick up on any new rules. What? Yeah, he kept the cardio. He kept that one, and also he kept the uh, no the bathroom thing. He kept that rule. But then yeah, the seat belts, the double tap. Right. But uh, they added a new one. <laughs> which one? The quadruple tap. <laughs> Remember? Oh yeah, I mean. And then, yeah, and then next thing you know, in this one, we start getting commandments, too. Yeah, he had a doppelganger, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, hit... it's the guy from uh, Silicon Valley. Oh, right, right. You know, I just seen him. Thomas in... Middleditch. What's his name again? Thomas Middleditch. Oh, okay. And his character was Flagstaff in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, so the commandments and rules, it was pretty awesome. I'm saying it right, Brian? Awesome, pretty awesome. <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, it's not awesome. It's awesome. It's, yeah, it's amazing. How about that? It's fantastic. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like it's it's it, for you. It's like with your comic books. You say comic books, right? So, so comic books and comic books are different. Right. I'm sorry for the uh, screaming in the background. His grandson. Yeah, he got hurt or something. It sounds like. Oh man, I had to go see your grandson, dude. Yeah, he dressed up as Rocky Maivia for Halloween. Oh, he still? Oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, today's how. Well, yeah. So he got to put his Rocky Maivia outfit on again today. Ah, you know, for those who listen to the podcast, it's Halloween, you know, October thirty first that we're doing this. So, um, yeah, man, I really like the interaction that he had with the other doppelganger. It was just funny how they were both loving each other, commandments. And rules, and it was just funny, dude. <laughs> it was just back and forth. And it I, was very funny, like in in the fact that they didn't recognize how alike they were. Right, like y'all do with, with Dan and myself. How y'all say we were alike? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dan, Dizzy Dan, Dizzy Dan Designs, not Dizzy Dan. Well, <laughs> this, uh, shout out to Dan. 
but yeah. But yeah, so I had a lot of fun. And, you know, the introduction, they they introduced a new character that stayed with them through the whole movie. And I thought she was going to be gone, <laughs> you know. I, I thought, that, I mean, the commercials made it look like she's just going to be bait. Right, but, you know, she stayed in the freezer for that long. <laughs> what, what, what was her name again? Oh, I forgot her. Madison. Her name was Madison. Madison, that's right. She wasn't from somewhere. She was just Matt. She was or maybe she's from Madison, Wisconsin. I don't know. Oh, no. But she was she cute as a button. And it turns out she was smart. Like, smart in some areas, but, like, dumb yeah, in she... other, like, common sense areas. Yeah, you're right. But then she did pick up on sarcasm, though. <laughs> she did. Toward, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny because it, they, when they first encountered her, it appeared as if she was just so Dense. airheaded yeah. that, that the, the sarcasm would not be recognized. And then when she started saying that she was recognizing the sarcasm, it got funny. But she was she was what the movie needed. I to agree. not be a same, just so it wouldn't be the same as last time. I, I totally agree on that one. Because they needed something different. They need something fresh. And, and when she was in there, it made it very lively, to be honest with you. <laughs> and she was through the whole thing. Like I said, the, the doppelgangers didn't stay very long. Rosario Dawson didn't stay very long. Yeah, I was surprised on that one. Like, okay, they killed them off already. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but then she did come back to the end, Rosario Dawson. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, like, she wasn't, like, from beginning to end. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yo, so what you think about the, the um, him, the Elvis Presley um, thing that he had going on? The first movie was Twinkies. Now it's the Elvis Presley thing <laughs> with um, Rudy, um, Woody Harrison character. What's his yeah, name? Tallahassee. He's Tallahassee. all about uh... – Tallahassee was all about the king, you know, talking about driving the pink Cadillac and then – trying to wear the clothes and everything that's it dude it was really cool and they uh they kind of just glazed over the fact that it's been 10 years and then nothing or 15 years and nothing has changed you nothing, know nothing. they're like oh we just moved it like when we catch up to them in the movie they just now got to the white house you're like well what have you been doing the whole time that is true that's true because abigail breslin is much older, it, well, even appears much older than she was in the first movie. The other ones look like they've aged a little, but the fact that she was so small in the first one, Yo. now she's an overweight actress. You know, she's she's just not the little kid that she was in the first movie. So they're just like ten years past. Obviously, they found some food. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think they did? Yeah, it was ten. Yeah, years. but so. It was pretty cool. I, I mean, they were in the White House chilling. What was it that made them leave the White House? When, to leave the White House? Remember, she left. The um, They left. Oh, oh, oh. She. All right. So Abigail Breslin's character, she got, she was getting lonely because uh, Emma Stone was in love with Columbus. Columbus. And they were hooking up. And Woody Harrelson was in love with his car. <laughs> So she just said, I need to go find someone. That's where she found the weed head. Berkeley. Berkeley. Berkeley, yes. <laughs> the hippie. <laughs> the Berkeley. Yeah, he did not like that. But I thought it was pretty cool. They took the presidential limousine and made that the new the new zombie destroying mobile. And he never got the chance to drive it. At all. Remember? They stole it. 
Did, not even at all. Well, I know they stole it, but I thought, oh yeah, because they find it in Memphis, and then uh, Luke Wilson or Owen Wilson drives right over top of it. That's right. They were looking. They made it to Graceland, and Graceland was in um, crumbles and tumbles, whatever. It was in destroyed. Then they come to this place, yeah. their motel, hotel, whatever you want to call it, with neon lights. Yeah, some sort of uh, <laughs> some sort of uh, Elvis tribute history museum or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So they see the car there. You know, I guess we're going through the movie. We're doing a pretty good job here, man, from the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah, they find that, and they don't find the two kids there, Berkeley and whatever the, her name is in the movie. I can't think of her name. Uh, so they, they're not yeah. there. They're not there, so they took another vehicle. She's not. Who's Wichita? One of them's Wichita. Wichita is Stone. Yeah, Wichita is Stone. All right. Right. So they're not there. So who we? What he do? He goes in the blue suede suit. The blue suede shoes, right? <laughs> they try to put them on. Man. Well, don't forget now at that hotel. That's where Woody Woody Harrelson finally hooks up. With Rosario. So he gets a piece of Rosario Dawson. That's true. And then Owen Wilson shows up, or Luke Wilson shows up, and he's like, "Well, I parked my car in that driveway." Oh, dude, that was. I was hilarious. like, "I was parking that driveway." <laughs> well, your car was in my driveway. <laughs> And then Rosario Dawson said something like, if you guys keep up this bullshit, nobody's parking in my driveway. (laughs) (laughs) It was hilarious from start to finish, man. It was awesome. Yeah, it really was, man. Like I said. And it turns out there was a city in this movie that they found out. I forget all the, I have to watch it again, man, about about a million times. Yeah, it's called Babylon. But there's a place called Babylon that's set up very much like, uh, like a like a show from The Walking Dead where they got the big fence going around. But everything is so life lifely and lovely with um, live colors and pink and purple and rainbows and all this shit. You know how they just painted yeah. it, flower power and stuff like that. Well, and there are no guns allowed. All they're doing is smoking weed <laughs> and and just doing relaxing activities. And then next thing you know, they're setting off fireworks, and then all the zombies come right. Oh, that's right. That's what's different about this. Go, this let's go back because they're not as the zombies are the different. The T eight hundred apex. They got T eight hundred zombies <laughs> that are. They've been enhanced and uh, uh, mutated yeah. into zombies that take like twenty hits before they go down. Yeah, remember the rules say double tap, not as quadruple tap or something like that. Yeah, they, yeah, they had so, to change the rule. <laughs> so that so that makes the whole end of the movie a little bit more like it's not just zombies, it's super zombies. Yeah, right. So oh, the, like the ones that can think. Yeah, because in the beginning of the movie, in the beginning of the movie, however you were talking about the zombies that change, he said you got your yeah. you have your um Homer. That's funny. The Homer <laughs> zombie. They called is... the Homers. <laughs> And they just kind of like get distracted and, and wander off and do Homer Simpson style stupid stuff. Then you had the it's Hulking, hilarious. the Hulking um, zombie, which like Stephen Hawking. They were smarter. Hulking. Yeah, these are like ones that can uh, solve puzzles, like small puzzles. Like, oh, I, I can't get in there. Well, if I turn this key right here, I bet I can. Whereas like most zombies would just bang into the door. Yeah, and then the, the next one they said was the ninja. And that was hilarious. A ninja just like really running. <laughs> like all of a sudden, football tackle the dude and just start chomping on him, man. Like, wow, this is crazy. So yeah, from out of nowhere. Out as, of nowhere. As, as the wrestling would say, from out of nowhere. <laughs> 
So yeah, dude. I mean, it was the zombies were totally different in this movie, dude. So I mean, that's a, that was a plus. Well, they, yeah, they they broke them into categories. They let you know right off the bat that over the past ten years, uh, some of the zombies have adapted and become different at cool stuff. So yeah, that, that was cool. They remind me of Land of the Dead, the last George Romero, Romero, Romero. What I'm saying, I'm saying it. What's his name, George, the the Godfather of zombie movies. He did Land of the Dead. Yeah. And that was the last one he did. And they was all of a sudden, they started thinking like that. Cause one, one of them picked up a machine gun. Like, okay. <laughs> That's another I did not movie. see that. Yeah, that movie was dumb. You know, yeah, it was dumb. All of it was dumb. <laughs> I mean, literally, man, the dude picked up a, he picked up a submachine gun, man. He, said, oh. he just knew how to use it. You know, he played with it a little bit. And he said, uh, uh, and started shooting, right? And all of a sudden, <laughs> he, <laughs> he started shooting the fucking machine gun, man. Like, what the hell? I, I think, um, what's his name? Was in John Wick. Um, Mark, like, um, John Wick. He warned him. What was the guy? The Hispanic guy, Latino. Um, Shit, I don't know. You know, he was in John Wick, man. He told the guy, who did you steal his car from in the first one? Oh, John Leguizamo? Uh, he was in that movie. He, <laughs> he was in that movie, too, man. Oh really? Yeah, you check it out, man. It's 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 not that bad, you know. It's no, like, you said it sucked. I'm not about to go waste my time on some sucks. It's not that. I bad. watched a movie the other day that sucked a lot. What was it, Brian? I didn't even finish it. What, what was it? What? Three from Hell. Talking about the Devil Rejects sequel. Three from Hell, but yeah, God dang, I thought that might be good, but it it I, I watched like half of it, and I was like, this is just terrible. Damn, Rob so, Zombie. <laughs> damn. Uh, yeah, not not. I mean, I'm sure it has its audience, but Brian Silverbacks is not going to be one of those people. And Amos is not going to watch it either. I mean, I watch. It's much sh- like it's much like that Chucky shit. Oh yeah, you want to talk about that too, huh? You want to rent on that? Uh, I'm just saying, I, did, I There's not much to talk about it. I watched the first 15 minutes, turned it off because I thought it was garbage. <laughs> it's just so. It's just I can't explain to you how stupid it was. Wow! wow. I, I never got to see Chucky. All I saw was everything leading up to making a Chucky doll, and none of that felt genuine. Wow! <laughs> so well, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. I am glad that I've seen Zombieland. So then, that's that's, and, that's better for you, man. You kind of got you back into. Well, and they worked a way in for uh, Bill Murray to do his thing. Oh, go ahead. Yo, you know, go ahead. Let's talk about Bill Murray. So after the credits start, they take a little break, and it, it says what day one or day zero. So this was it's a flashback to the first day that zombies came on the came on the scene. So this takes place like right before the first movie. I, said, I think it was day zero. I think it started at zero. Yeah, day zero. That's right. Yeah. So, so he's doing. Bill Murray's doing a press junket for Garfield three, <laughs> and while he's doing the press junket, the interviewer is Al Roker, and Al Roker starts turning into a zombie. Yeah. And then it's a, and then the next thing is like Bill Murray making a bunch of puns about his movies <laughs> while he's killing zombies and trying to sneak out of there. That's so, so funny. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, because it wasn't really like involved with the movie. It's just like, oh, 
Let's not forget Bill Murray. Because he, he kind of explained it to the end, and he said he, he apologized for killing Bill Murray in the first movie. So he said, I'm going to explain what happens to Bill Murray before the zombie apocalypse, stuff like that. So they showed at the end credit. It's going to give a little fans what they want, you know? And it's just so yeah, funny. Yeah, broke the fourth wall to tell us all that stuff. Which was awesome, because... Because <laughs> those it was awesome. So the guys who wrote Deadpool one and two also wrote Zombieland one and Double Tap. So they like breaking the fourth wall. I see. So that, that's the yeah. Kind of I mean, they did that long. You know, uh, Zombieland took place long before Deadpool movie did. So that's true. So Zombie Zombieland is the, is the OG as far as fourth wall. Like yeah, Ferris Bueller did it. Yeah. Yeah, Friday he looked at the camera when he dropped the ice cube. But not many, not, many, not, not many movies do that, though, you know? They know but they know. fully incorporated it. Like, that's, you know, the titles coming on while they're doing the movie and doing the rules. Right. And then Jesse Eisenberg is talking to us while they're doing it. So I like it, man. Yeah, I like it, too. I, I really like it, man. So if it, if it come on Blu-ray or digital, I would definitely buy it. I would definitely buy that yes, movie. Yes, I cannot man. wait. Watch! I'll have a I'll have a zombie uh, zombie land marathon. <laughs> Yo, go check out Land of the Dead too. Right in between that. <laughs> I will not. Yo, one more I thing. Before, one more thing before we get off of Zombie Land. Double tap is that right. Rosario Dawson said the term when they first met Tallahassee, Columbus, and Wichita, and mm-hmm. she said Murray him. So she say Murray him. I want to Murray someone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she said something. To, I forgot the scenario and how it was used. Yeah, but he, but she said something about marrying somebody. Almost married you. Yeah, and he's like, "What are you talking about? It's where you caught me off guard, and I thought you were a zombie. I almost shot you. I heard that's what called getting married means. Yes. And then Jesse Eisenberg's like, uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Let's. Let's find the guy that did that. So how in the hell they know they how they know that that news trap around like that, dude? That's that's, that's part of the funny part is like there's not enough people to start a new word that's called getting married. Well, yeah, dude. So for my audience, go check out Zombieland One as to why see they say murdering him. That's funny, dude. It was very funny. So if you're doing a rating of one through five, rate mm-hmm. the movie. What would be, what would be your rating? of that movie well for me since it's about watch it rewatchability right and how much fun i had this is like a 4.5 oh really and, and to me it's going to be a 4.5 for the first one as well like they're hovering right at five there's little things that i could change but they're both equally as good like for me neither one of them is superior to the other they're both just fucking good Okay, okay, I can get you on that one. I can agree with you on that. I give it a four. I a four. I can rewatch it over and over again and still get an enjoyment out of both. You know, like they got the same yeah. the same level of um, funniness to it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't change anything. So I four four for me out of the rating one All through right. five. Four for me. Well, do you think that the second one was funnier than the first one? Oh, man, you know the first one was so funny. It was it was the first time watching it. And I never seen anything like that. Like you said, breaking the fourth wall, you know, the words coming on the screen, stuff like that. And that was the, the first one was very funny. And I'm not taking not taking nothing yeah. away from the second one, but you know, I think the first one's funnier than the second one. When I watched it I, before watching two, I went to I watched one, 
But, okay. But I think one is is funnier than two. But I'm not taking nothing away from two because two is funny. So All yeah, right. that's that's my take on it. So yeah. Word up, sir. They're both like I, I can't wait to watch it again. I mean, those they are classics, man. They're gonna be <laughs> classics. Honest with you. I just wish it had to. I don't know what took them so long to do a sequel. I don't know. I guess Zombieland the first one was just ahead of its time Maybe. because know. it didn't get like a real big audience. I tell you why. Like, they didn't go to the theater to see it as much. I tell you why. It's that Deadpool money. <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> the Deadpool money one and two. And I think Zombieland actually came out before The Walking Dead was a hit. It did. It really so did. if Zombieland had a hit like after The Walking Dead started, I imagine it would have done way better at the box office. I, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Because there'd already be like this huge zombie audience that's just like dying for anything zombie. Right, right, right. I, t- I agree with you on that. So Brian said he gave it a four point five out of one out of five rating, and I give it a four out of five rating. Yes, sir. So Brian, since it's Halloween, Halloween, it is Halloween. Halloween week. This week I went to my local comic book shop. Shout out to Doctor Nose Comic Book Shop. Doctor Nose Comic Books and Games. So I actually picked up a book called Van- <laughs> Vampire State Building. Not Vampire em- State Building. Yeah, not Empire, but Vampire. So I read the first book a week ago. I picked up number two. And it is. And it comes out every week? No, I was behind. I finally. It was recommended. Oh, okay, okay. By, by Cliff, a Dr. Knows. He recommended I needed to read. I said, oh, yeah, I'll check it out. I got the first issue last week. I read it during lunch break. I never read my comics on lunch break, but I did. So I read it and I picked up number two this week, and man, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the artist is the artist who right. for um, the artist for the Walking Dead book. He um he's actually oh yeah I saw yeah and he actually so uh, is this black and white also? No, it's actually in color, man. It was the first time seeing his work in colors, and it's it's, okay. it's it's good. It's good. So I'm so used to the black and white, you know, reading the Walking Dead and everything like that. So the premise of this is that in the Empire State Building, they um doing something, cleaning or whatever, and all of a sudden they stumble across a body and come to find out the body is a body of a demon god, not a demon god, a vampire god, I guess. So all hell break loose, people's getting slaughtered and stuff like that. And it's so funny is because in the first book, the guy all of a sudden he's a homeless man. He all of a sudden says a word. Then he takes off running, like, okay. So he makes it to the Empire State Building. All of a sudden, you see so many of these, not zombies, I keep thinking about zombies, vampires keep running to the Empire State Building, biting people necks and tearing off arms. I'm like, whoa. And it's it's, it's, it's brutal. It's very brutal. But, man, it's just the, the dialogue back and forth with the people is pretty good. Uh-huh. And so it's it's not bad, man. I'm I'm not big to vampires, but it was recommended by one of um Cliff, the owner of Doctor Knows. He said, Check it, check this out, Amos Read us out. So I read it. So it's pretty good, man. I can't wait to read number three. And it's, it's what publisher is that? I'm about to get to it. Um the publisher is called um Ablaze. Like the fly, fire, Ablaze Publishing. Oh, okay. So they they practically new, man. So I looked them up and everything like that, and they actually got a few books out there, and that's one of the books I'm gonna pull put in my pull list. It's on um, Vampire 
State Building, and I think it's it's pretty interesting, man. I don't know how long it's gonna last. How much you could do in a fucking Empire State Building, vampires and stuff like that, man. I don't know how long it's gonna last. So, I I mean, it depends on how you work it. There's a lot of you could have like a takeover thing where they gotta conquer each floor. Yeah, you know, I mean, think think of the Dread movie. And I will say this. I will say this though. In the last panel, they actually looked out in the window and they were jumping out of the window. So at the bottom, there was oh, the, yeah. So in the bottom, you had the police officers, the SWATs and everything down at the bottom of the empire state building. So all of a sudden you see them jumping out. I'm like, okay. So they are going to uh, Rick have it outside of empire state building, man. So, well, yeah. So if you like vampires, right. I mean, um, they, don't, they don't die when they hit the ground. No, evidently they don't. I mean, <laughs> So you can, okay. So, if you love vampires, you know, stuff like that, if you like gore, I mean, this is a book for you. I right, recommend cool. it. I know you probably for my listeners. Not, not my thing, but you know, I told you it was not my thing either. But you know, I gave it a shot. And, you know, I like it. I like the way they told the story of how they, they came about. They were talking about Native Americans, this and that, cannibalism, and like, okay. So you know, they oh, had, so they, yeah, so. They came up with new ways to yeah. explain stuff, which right. is always cool. Right, it's a new way, a new way of explaining how they became vampires, and so I thought that was pretty cool. So yeah, if you like that, check it out. So that's my pick of the week, Brian. You got anything? All right, I would. I don't really have a pick of the week. I do have some comic book related shit that I can drop on you though. So tell me what's what's going on with comic book related shit that you know about. All right, so this week. There's a comic book that came out from Scout Comics called uh, Snow White and the Zombie Apocalypse. Okay. And it's a one-shot story from Scout. I think it's like 34 pages or 36 pages. Uh But there's also a Brian Silverback's variant cover that you can uh, order from the web store. Okay. So so that's why I brought that up. But there's also... I also have two more comics that came out this this week. What is that? Uh, it's it's the Mall from Scout Comics. Oh. It's it's the story about the three kids that inherit money. Right. But these these two issues are homage covers, and they're on the first issue. So if you ever wanted to like get started reading the Mall with the, the first issue, these are the first issue with new. Uh, cardstock covers and one of them is a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure homage and the other one Halloween themed is the Monster Squad homage cover oh okay that's a classic Monster and, Squad and those can be found at I think it's only like seven seven retailers in the United States have copies of it okay so but you can buy, you can buy them from me though <laughs> So you actually came up with those ideas for the covers or they brought it to you? I talked to the creator of the of the book and he's like, I want you to come up with some eighties movies and let's do let's recreate their cover with my characters from the mall. Okay. So the first one that I did was Bill and Ted's, because I like Bill and Ted's excellent adventure. So we did a Bill and Ted, and then he told me that he wants to do one that showcases more of my uh like creature stuff right so we that's when we did the monster squad one. Oh, okay that's cool 
That's cool. But so that, all, those three books just came out uh, available. They're, you have to really look hard because all my stuff is uh, very limited through Scout and very hard to find because they don't get distributed through Diamond. So you have to really look for it. So it makes them a little bit more valuable. Oh, okay. So that's what you had. Your pick of the week is um, kind of book related. Is those variant covers from Scout Comics, huh? Yeah. Yes, and it, it turns out those are good stories. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Snow White thing, though, I really want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, so Snow White, uh, it's like she teams up with, I think, if I'm not, uh, oh, Hansel and Gre like she, she, she teams up, oh, with Rapunzel, I think it is. Is Rapunzel the one that's got the hair, right? Yeah. So I think she teams up with Rapunzel and Prince Charming. And then they go around, and then they got they got they run into the to the wolf that ate Little Red Riding Hood's grandma, <laughs> like all kinds of stuff. Okay, <laughs> and zombies a part of that too. Yeah, it's not it's not really zombies, but things are turning zombified. Like uh, it's okay. it's not like a whole horde of it. It's like kind of like an infection style thing. Oh, infestation, infection. Okay. It, it's it's very very unique and it's since it's a one shot it's not you know you can go to the comic book shop I think it's only four ninety nine so for four ninety nine you can read the story for fifteen bucks you can get my cover <laughs> see how you put the plug that in I'll, you plugged it in right there huh so you want to get I'm both covers saying. you can pay twenty bucks yeah <laughs> I don't have any of the regular one I only have my covers for sale because right. they don't send me the ones that I didn't work on. Okay, cool, cool. So yeah, that's it. We'll pick of the week for me, man. You know, I was gonna have. I mean, I kind of messed up. Trevor was gonna be with us on this topic here, but we're definitely gonna still do something with Trevor, which he's my co-host of Just Being Amos Podcast. Uh, I was yeah, so I'll have to I'll have to sign out so you guys can pick up the slack. Yeah, that's right. Because I wanted to talk about Hollywood. I mean, Hollywood. I mean, Halloween themes. That you know, goes across the movies, TVs, video games, stuff like that. I want to know what was your favorite um, thing in, as far as horror. If it's television, movies, or a video game. So go, go ahead and say something real quick, Brian. See, what is one of your right, favorite well, things? Growing up, my favorite horror series was Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh -huh. uh, as an adult, I still kind of like the jokes, but no horror movies really scare me because they're just so corny right so it's it's hard for me to get into horror movies but i did i'll close it out with i did like the last uh halloween movie that they just redid oh okay yeah you told me about that that was most like the sequel to the first one ever right back in the 80s or the 70s like yes the 70s. But this one has jamie lee Curtis in it. so horror related stuff or halloween related stuff that's what i'm going with Okay. And and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's it. <laughs> I like your choices, man. I like the last one. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me on the show, Amos. Yeah, always. If anybody man. wants to holler at me, uh, just type in B R Y A N for Brian. Type in Silverbacks with an X at the end, and just search me on social media. Y'all can holler at a player. Hey Trevor. Hey. How you, how you doing? How you doing, man? Pretty good. 
Yo, I got you on here today, man. Since we're going to be going on a um, convention pretty soon, mm-hmm. but since this is Halloween, you no, know, October thirty first, you no, know, Halloween, no, Halloween's the day before, so it's Halloween today. Right. So I thought of an idea that said, "Hey, what is one of your favorite things in horror? Since it's a Halloween thing going on right now." And I say, "Hey, Trevor, it could be movies, it could be TV, it could be video games." So, Trevor, I know you're not big into horror like other people that I hang around with. Right. So. Yeah, no, um, I think we, we kind of had this discussion last time that, yeah, horror is not really my thing. Cause <laughs> it just drives me nuts because they're so stupid. <laughs> like the characters, they're so, like, not horror. I mean, if it's your thing, it's your thing. But the characters are stupid. I don't. It doesn't get a rise out of me. It just kind of, eh. So I don't see the point to it. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, this is a, you're supposed to have that kind of thing anyway because it's supposed to get them drilling going, and it's the the not knowing what's coming, right? You know, for horror film, but you know, but the the not the dial, it's the the way it is done that is stupid. That you know, it's so obvious what's going to happen for certain horror films, but not all of them. Not like that though. Well, sort of. I mean, for me, it's like the adrenaline thing doesn't happen for me. Right. That's that's part of the the problem is that I look at it and I'm sitting there just watching it very logically, going, "That makes no sense. <laughs> How did that happen? But the, How did he get ahead of them? He was walking really slowly." So I'm just sitting there like being annoyed the whole time. That's, that's the Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> what the what the hell, man? But but you know what though? If you wanted to break it down though, look at it this way: that break it down. You have suspense. Horror. I think those two different things. Yes. You know, so for me, a horror, the gore I cannot stand. Now it depends. No. Now we're gonna talk more about it, but for suspense, it's more of man playing with the mind, mm-hmm. playing to oh, is this really gonna happen? Is this gonna happen? Now I could I could deal with that. You know, I could deal with that kind of thing. That far suspense, far as horror films right now, it's like some of it's just stupid, and some is so obvious. There's no twist behind it. Just give me some suspense that's, oh, that what happened? You know, I want some of that. Yeah. Well done suspense can be good, but a lot of times they just kind of, they were just resorting to like jump scares. Right, right. Which is just, it's kind of cheap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not really scary. It's just like, well, you didn't put the camera in the right place so we couldn't see what was right off, you know, screen. Yeah. You, <laughs> and then you suddenly make it jump at us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you get a reaction, but it's a cheap reaction. Yeah, you're right about that. So, like I said, for for me, I'm going to give you some things that are related to horror. This is for the for Halloween, and like I just I just got off uh, off with Brian Silverback about what his favorite one thing horror did. He said the Halloween that just came out recently. He said as an adult, nothing really scares him, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool, right because as a kid. You know, it scared the living shit out of you. Yeah, I mean, you don't as, know as a kid, yeah. Yeah, like, so as a kid. You know, those things I was, I was watching as a kid scared the crap out of me. No, I'm not supposed to be watching it, but I watch it anyway. So, like, Friday the 13th, the first one, or the first Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street. So, stuff like that as a kid scared me. So, as an adult, you look at it now, that shit is corny. Very. It's so cheesy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah for, but for me, as an adult, like, the horror thing, what I, what I like... And I'm going to say this recently. It wasn't, I think it was done pretty well. It's Brightburn. Because you haven't seen it yet. I have not. No, it's supposed to be a horror superhero thing, but I'm going to put it in horror. 
I mean, that's that's one of the movies that I like as an adult, and that's not that's one of the movies I like as a horror, because it was different. You know, I love uh, reading comic books and stuff like that, but this is different. You got this kid that's like got these powers like Superman. He's killing people in the grotesque way, <laughs> in a grotesque way, but the kid is creepy mm-hmm. in this movie. There's a scene in the movie that the, the girl that he hurt in the early in the movie doing like PE and then hurt her hand, he crushed her hand, right? And he he all of a sudden shows up in her room, hiding behind a curtain, like he's lightning, and then like, oh shit. This this kid is a stalker. He's creepy with powers. It's dangerous. That's 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 dangerous, man. So yeah, that movie was different. You know, I think it was done pretty good. It was not a bad movie at all. And that's one of the movies that as an adult, as far as horror, that I, I like. And I, like I said, I'm not big with the gore. There's only one scene in that movie that's like, ugh, damn, that happened? <laughs> so that's one of the movies I like so far. That's one. Now I have one more. And I was, Mark Bagley put me on this, on this one. You know, Mark watched, watched all movies and stuff too, right. right? Yeah. It was called The Descent. Okay. Now that right there was freaking crazy. I heard good things about that. That one. was freaking crazy. And this is about, which I guess is cave diving, dwelling, whatever they call it. Right. Okay. Spelunking. Spelunking. Yeah. So you had these female, these women in there going spelunking. And all of a sudden, you dealing with subterranean people. That, but it was it was weird, man. But he had one chicken that was badass. She's a BA. Yeah. She was kicking ass. And I'm like, whoa, this is. And then they did a damn two. The two sucked butt. They did it oh, too, man. Like, what? Because I thought the second, the first one was that was it because one of the women survived. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is it. This is the movie's done. They left the other woman out there kicking ass. Right. And, but come to find out, in two, she's still kicking ass. <laughs> and then, so I actually bought that movie, man. Mm-hmm. So the the um the Descent was another movie that I really enjoyed, but that's about it, man. Like I said, you got other stuff out there, like the Army of Darkness, Walking. I mean, the Army of Darkness, Evil Dead. I love those, but they're comedic, though. Yeah, I mean, well, the first one wasn't intentionally comedic. It was just on a budget, <laughs> yeah, well, a cheap <laughs> so, budget, right? So it came across as very, very cheap and you know and cheesy and you know kind of funny in a bad movie kind of way yeah but i mean it was it was creative and you know like the the cinematography and stuff sam raimi was really good at like finding ways to make cool yeah in your face cool like panning shots and like you know uh i think it was more the second one but he would have a he would have a um the camera go through a car Oh, yeah. Which it's like, how do you make that do that? Well, you know, they had to come up with creative, cheap ways of making these shots happen. And so it was, you know, from a filmmaking standpoint, it's pretty impressive. So for you, will you consider that one of your favorites? It's one of your favorites now. It, It is. I mean, the Evil Dead series and Army of Darkness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it is considered horror comedy. They started that genre, right. I believe. Because it's got slapstick comedy and within the horror and everything like that. Because the first one, I remember watching the first Evil Dead. Oh man, it was awful. And but yeah, it, like, it was it's on a budget. It was. It's, a, it's, it's not great. It's not great. <laughs> but then they had the money to do Evil Dead Two, which actually was like a 
It was not even a sequel, man. It was a redo. They did it over yeah, again. Yeah, because they, they kind of did the whole beginning, and they were like, well, I just went up to the cabin with my girlfriend instead of with, you know, four other friends, one of whom is his sister. You right. know? So, it's yeah, yeah they, they kind of retconned it. <laughs> yeah, they did, which I couldn't allow for me to understand why I do that. Just say Evil Dead. But then they, they want to say Evil Dead, too. Right. So, yeah, man. So but they, then even then, they kind of retconned a little bit of the third one, too. The Army of, Dar- the Army of Darkness, yeah. Because yeah. the, way the, the way the second one ends is that he ends up in that medieval time period. That's right. He, he shoots down the... Uh, Demonite. The Demonite, and then everybody hails him as, like, a king. But Army of Darkness starts with him in prison, <laughs> in shackles. So. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, man. You own that, right? I own all three. Oh, okay. I actually own the Book of the Dead edition on oh, DVD yeah. of the first two. So it's like the a styrofoamy like Necronomicon thing. Oh, it's pretty cool. Book of the Dead. Yep. Did you ever see? Oh man, you didn't see the remake, did you? No, I did not. Ooh man. Yeah, I heard that one was a little bit. Ooh, it's, it's tense, man. But it's okay. Minus the 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 slapstick comedy they put in the other one. Yeah, my neighbor up top, man. <laughs> Your elephant upstairs. Yeah, he's very loud, man. But yeah, he um, yeah, that right there, the remake, it was very brutal and just bloody. It was a lot of blood, more than the the scene in the, the, well, the was, in the attic when the, you know when she said <laughs> the, the the wife was down there in the attic in the Evil Dead too. Yeah, all of a sudden you hear blood splooshing in it. Yeah, got old boy Billy Bob, whatever his name was. Yeah, well, that was the that was the funny thing about those movies is that just. Especially the second one was just like, let's see how much blood and, you know, viscera and whatever we can splatter all over Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Yo, it was a lot it was of blood. Ridiculous. It was so there was hard. the one where it was, yeah, just the geezer like. <laughs> right <into his> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, man. That was a lot, man. The blood on the cut in his hand was a, all that blood and. We're gonna feast on your soul night. Smile your soul. Yo, that is a classic, man. But yeah, that's one of my favorite movies also. Damn, I'm just thinking about it, dude. I have three movies that I mean well, the Evil Dead series, I say that. Right. Cause I, I turn around and did a damn television series out of that. Yeah. Yeah, which was hilarious also, once again. But yeah, but I see, there you go. That's one of the movies you like this right. far. So those ones. Um as a kid I loved Monster Squad. I was just talking to Brian about that. Yeah, on, uh, yeah. Squad rules. Yeah, on his um. Wolfman has nards. Yeah, no, so that one's that one's great. Did you know the um two of the the guys from that the um the main kid? Oh, see, there you go. D A. Put in there. Did you know yeah. segment? I can't remember their their the actors' names uh-huh. offhand, unfortunately. But the um, and I don't know if it's if their thing is still going on. But the main kid. Um, from the series, and then the cool like older kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, the that. two of them. They actually have a podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, that's so. nice. You don't know what the name of the podcast is? Oh, offhand, I can't you remember. Can't, it was you a gotta look of, it up when we get. It was off. a couple of years ago. Yeah, but to go, yeah. you know, look up their names. You can probably find their podcast. So okay, I had to go on the movie database and look up their names. Yeah, but yeah, Monster Squad was a is a classic. Classic. Damn. Damn. Okay. Let's see. There you go. So yeah. for me. That's the movie part for me. Now, as far as I say books, um, some common books I read, like I said earlier, if, um, Vampire and the Vampire, I'm sorry, Vampire Building, Vampire, vampire building, State Building. State Building, I can't get it out. Thank you, Trevor. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, I'm reading that, and I'm also reading, 
oh, I finished reading a DC thing called Deceased about zombies. Mm-hmm. So I watch them. I read a little bit of horror in my books, you know, something like that. That's about it for the books for me. I know you don't read. I don't have much. I mean, I've read like some of the Cullen Bun, but it, usually it's because it involves Deadpool or uh, Elsa oh. Bloodstone or something like that. Yeah. But I don't really get into it too much. Right. It's right. more for the characters. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd say the only other real horror thing I have is that I would say is probably one of my number one horror things. Let me take a kiss. Let me take a while. Uh, yes. Okay, go. The Resident Evil. <laughs> yes, but specifically Resident Evil 4. Yeah, I that figured so. That game is amazing. See. I love that game so much. See, you know what, though, man? You came on board. You came in a little late to the game with the Resident Evil franchise. I did. For me, with Resident Evil 2, not the remake they put out, right. but Resident Evil 2, the first one that had the two discs. With Claire and um, Chris Redfield. Uh, yeah. I own Not it Chris, on, I'm sorry, Leon, Leon. I played it after I'd played 4, but I own it on PlayStation. Oh, you, you I do? have the original one, yeah. You do? Yeah, that right there just scared the living shit out of me, dude. I ain't going to sit there and lie, man. Yeah. I was in college when I played that. I was... <laughs> it was a part in the game that I was in the police station. I was going into the interrogation room. I see the herb over there. I see a green herb. And all of a sudden, I'm going to, the, um, to get the herb... And you know the mirror glass, the mirror, yeah. the damn liquor coming. I dropped the damn controller. Like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Those liquors, yeah, the liquors, dude. Yeah. They, like, they surprised the shit out of you. Yo, he jumped out of the glass. I jumped like, oh shit! I'm like, I picked it back up. Like, dude, this is crazy. And that was my first time ever playing a video game that scared the living crap out of me, man. Because mm-hmm. you no, know, the one and two, and maybe three. I played three. They were more of on use on heels, you know, because. Because there was really, you know, what was going to happen. But beyond right. that, man, it was like everything else, forget the, survi- the survivor horror thing. It was more about action now. Right. No, well, number four was the one that really changed it, yeah. um, at least with the control scheme. Uh, Code Veronica was a little bit more uh, action-y, but right. it still had the same thing where you had to, like, twist the, the D-pad. And so the only way to move forward was by pressing up. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So you had to, like stop and turn sideways to go up and so you know which made it more difficult to escape the zombies that was the whole point right um so yeah you're a little bit more like come on shit 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 move 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 let's go (laughs) (laughs) but um so that yeah resident evil 4 was definitely more actiony because it was like third person over the shoulder point of view right and you know it's it wasn't quite as scary because you were pretty badass. You know Leon is a badass. Yeah, he's a badass. You can't understand so, from Resident Evil Two that made him a badass because he had to. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he survived it. But um, when you're when you're playing through, one of the things that makes it a little bit scarier and more difficult is the fact that, and we take it for granted now because the, I think starting with five and six. Yeah. Um, maybe not five, but you could actually start to strafe. So you could pull out, you could pull out your gun and uh-huh. aim, and you could move forward and backwards. Oh yeah, and like yeah, that. yeah. Yeah. In Resident Evil Four, you could not. Right. So you had to do it, and then he pulls the gun up into kind of like a first-person point of view right. thing, and then you can shoot, but then um, you can't move. So right. you have to release it to then be able to move, and then pull it up again, which takes like a second. So a zombie could be right on your ass if you're not fast and enough. And that's the thing. It was different so, in 4. There were not zombies no more. It was parasitic um, right. controlled were, people, right? right? They weren't quite zombies anymore. They were, um, yeah, they had. It was a parasite that was involved. Yeah, right? it, was a, it was a parasite that gets into them and 
causes them to be able to be mind controlled. Right, right, um, right. And then they, uh, and then if you shoot their heads off, it's like yeah, this tentacle thing pops up. On oh, tentacles. Yeah. Oh. See, that was the difference between four and the prior, the um, previous to that, one, two, and three, because there was zombies. But the four and on to five, they were controlled by the parasites. See, I never played. I never played five. I'm terrible, man. I didn't play five or six. You're not <laughs> missing a lot. Five, five. I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah. Six, six. I enjoyed. I liked the multi-part storyline and that right. it was bringing all the characters back together again. Right, right. Um, and the gameplay on that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, five was five was more frustrating because it was like two players, and. You know, you could do the same thing in six, but at least six fixed a lot of the flaws from and five. I remember in five, I played a little bit of five. I did. It was that the person that you know, took your damn ammo. Right, right. If you were playing with them as a CPU, so it was pretty much designed to play two players. Right. Because if you only played one player, <laughs> they would fuck you. Yeah, but it would. So you could do two things with your with your um your partner when they were on the when the computer was controlling them. Either you could have them be kind of like less aggressive. And they would just kind of stick around with you and just kind of watch your back right. and not take too many of the items. Right. Or you could put them as aggressive and they ran around the map and they were like 500 miles away from you while you're dying and they don't give a shit. <laughs> and then they take all your weapons and your ammo and your herbs and you're like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hated that, man. That woman would take it all my shit. Right. You know, like, come on, like so, in, real, in life, they take your No, I'm just playing. Right. <laughs> but the, but they, weren't, they weren't very useful either when they were in, you know, in just the passive mode because they just kind of stood there and didn't do anything. You just could use them as a pack mule. They're like, here, hold all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. So we have extra stuff, but that's yeah. it. You're right. Yeah. You're right about that, man. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, as far as video games, Resident, Resident Evil was one of my favorites movies. Like I said, bright burn, the descent and yeah, the army of darkness. I mean, the evil dead series. And I say, as far as, far as books, and I, I, like I said, right now, vampire, Vampire Empire, Vampire State Building. He got it. Then I got to get that thing right, man. Damn. Yeah. It's kind of hard sometimes. Yeah, Heroes Cats. Oh, don't even bring that up, dude. <laughs> the, don't even bring, <laughs> don't even bring that up. <laughs> but yeah, but that's about it for me, man. As far as anything horror thing related, it just, that's it. Cause like you said, sometimes that stuff does not make any sense. You know? Well, well wait a minute. Do you ever play the Silent Hill stuff? Um, I think I played the second one. Okay. Yeah. That's the father, right? I believe so. Okay. Well, there was a father in the first one, too, also. I believe. I so. Maybe I didn't play it. Maybe I just watched somebody play it a little bit. I watched the movie. The movie kind of sucked. <laughs> you know what? That was better than the second one they put out. But, the, yeah. the second one was Kit Harrington. Kit in, Harrington. Yeah. With, like, John really Snow. short hair and no facial hair. Yeah, this this when he... He was weird looking. Yeah, this is before... Yeah, before Game of Thrones. No, I, I think, think it, it was during, during Game of Thrones. It was either Thrones. during or I think it was filmed right before it. But it may have been uh, like sitting on a shelf for a couple of years I before think it they was. released it. I think that was the case with that one. Yeah, I think it was. It's terrible. Yes. Yeah, I can, oh, God, man. It's like the Resident Evil movies, man. I sat there and watched all those damn movies. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I think I watched the first two and then I stopped. Because <laughs> the first one was good. Yeah. I enjoyed the first one. I mean, it didn't really match up with the, the game. The game, no. But it was it was a fun movie. You know the problem with that? But then was... the second one just went way too crazy with her being, you know. Superhuman. Yeah, superhuman and stuff. And then they just got ridiculous. Yeah, they actually, in the second movie, they actually went to the games with the Nemesis program and stuff right. like that. 
And then later on, it did bring in Lee Young and Chris and all of them, but she was still the main character, which kind of me pissed me off as a fan of the van- the video game. Why just do that? Yeah, they just kind of relegate all of the main characters in the games to yeah. like background characters. Yeah, someone movies. was just um just there, yeah, because for fans, right? They didn't really do much of anything. No, son of a bitch. Wes, what was his name? Who was, who was Anderson, the director? Well, yeah, Wes Anderson. He was the Wes Anderson. Paul, 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 Paul Anderson. Paul, Paul Anderson. Paul Anderson. It's yeah. Paul Anderson. He does a lot of video game stuff. Man. Matter of fact, he got one coming out, another um, movie based on a video game. Monster Hunters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunters. Yeah. They're doing that. You should hear the premise of that. It's nothing like the game. Right. Only by name, but that's what it is. So so that's what we got. That's our picks for anything with horror themes in it, doing video games, movies, books, and stuff like that. So, Trevor, I know you're not a horror guy, but thanks for t- your, what's your favorite. My pleasure. Appreciate that. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Peace. Just being in the mix.